BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. So the gag last year was us being incapable of saying Super Junior Tag League. Do you remember? It was always best of the Super Junior Tag League and we would just fuck it up every opportunity. We, it wasn't even a bit. We were just awful at saying it. Yeah, yeah. Sounds, sounds about par for the course for me. Yeah, I mean, it's your it's your gimmick. It was just a, it, it's, maybe that's the, the origin story of your gimmick. It's not really my gimmick, though. I just have a... I can't speak. My, I think my brain... <laughs> My brain works faster than my mouth, so I can't uh, put together coherent sentences half the time. We're in the middle of Super Junior Tag League. There was a huge show in Vegas. Okada's heading over to Dynamite on his time off and putting Brian Danielson on the injury list yet again. Uh, oh, we're, we're, we're never we're never getting Brian Danielson <laughs> out of two. Ever, 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 ever. We're never getting Brian Danielson in Japan full stop, man. If the, if the man can't is, is take, un, in, incapable of taking a Rainmaker... I don't think he's uh, up to scratch to be competing in a G1. I hate to say it. I love the guy, but, you know, it's time to be realistic. He's very uh, injury prone, as the kids would say. He's extremely injury prone. Um, Worryingly so. Apparently, it wasn't the Rainmaker. Like, apparently, people think it might not have been that match. It might have been a match at Collision or something where Danielson got the injury. Um, Apparently, he enters the Okada match already looking a bit uh, brittle, like he's got something under his eye or whatever. Uh, But, yeah, I don't know. But, anyway... Like Zach Sabre, Zach Sabre Jr. warned us when he was building up to the Wrestle Dream match. He was saying, Zach, we need to wrap Brian Danielson in bubble wrap. We need to put him in a Zorb ball because a strong gust of wind could disintegrate him at this moment. And mm-hmm. Zach Sabre Jr. was right. Did you say a Zorb ball? Yeah. What's Is a Zorb not... ball? I thought it was an American thing. I don't know what a fucking Zorb ball is. I, I, I will tell like... you this, and I, I fucking dropped the ball, Kieran. Last week... I ate fucking bread. So all you motherfuckers who were like, you never eat bread on the bread club. Now you got to wait. I there They have this supermarket over by me, brand new. Mm-hmm. They got this Nand, Nando's sauce. Oh, Nando's sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, oh, fucking Nando's. They were closed. You son of a bitch. So I would, next time I get some Nando's sauce, then I put it on the bread. What? Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's that's not what you do in Nando's sauce. You don't just put it on bread. I can't put it on well, if... garlic bread. Maybe it's not the type that type of sauce. You can have it with garlic bread. Maybe it's for like chicken, 
mostly. Okay, what if I have a chicken sandwich on bread? Can I put the sauce on it? Yeah, 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 for sure. I've got Nando's in the cupboard in the kitchen as well. We had a, a Nando's home cooked Nando's meal on Saturday, I think. I fucking love the cupboard. I love you. Fantastic. What? What, the, what would you know. call a cupboard? I call it a cabinet. Uh, yeah, in the cabinet. <laughs> oh man, the, cupboard. The, the... And you just you have the like you have the nice little like uh, like accent. It just sounds so cute. The cupboard. Well, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't join this episode of Bread Club expecting to be called cute. Like, here we are. Oh yeah, worlds. We since ELP and Taji Shimori are no more. We are the new <laughs> world's greatest, cutest tag world's team. Cutest Bread Club tag slash. Team. World's cutest tag team. How do you like them apples, people? I we can get we can get that going. Hashtag WCCT. World's cutest tag team. No WCTT. Oh, you can get like mashed potatoes and corn on the cob at Nando's. Yeah, there there are some Nando's in America. I saw one in Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, it was Chicago. I saw a Nando's in Chicago. Locations. And I was tempted because I was like, I wonder how different it is to the UK Nando's. But I was like, also, I didn't come all the way to Chicago to have a fucking Nando's. All right. I guess that's fair. Yeah, they got a lot in Maryland, Texas, Virginia, Illinois, and the District of Columbia. It's good. It's good shit. Is it good? It's. <clears throat> I think it's overrated, but it's good. Like, people hype it up too much. Because, like, as, like, you know, you know of Nando's. That, that, that's, you know, you shouldn't really know of Nando's. It, there's, well, it's, it's only because of you. Yeah, but it's not in your state, and most Americans probably don't know Nando's. But then when people come over, it's like, oh, you got to try Nando's. You got to try Nando's. Like when I went out, when the guys were over for Royal Quest, I was going to potentially head out for a meal with someone, and then they was like, oh, we're going out for a boys' dinner instead. And I was like, no, that's okay. I'm, I'm going out with someone else now anyway. So I kind of worked out. Oh. And where did all the boys go on their boys' night out? They went to Nando's. Nando's. Which meant we couldn't go to Nando's with the person I was with because that person uh, didn't want to go to the same place. Uh, uh, right? Keith, exactly. Keith so it means well. <clears throat> it means we couldn't have Nando's, which was a disappointing moment. Is Na- Let me ask you this. Is Nando's as good as the Super Junior Tag League so far? I would say Nando's is a great... It's a perfect metaphor for Super Junior Tag League. It's been as expected nothing more nothing less nothing outstanding i'm not going for a michelin star meal but i also know i'm gonna i'm not gonna leave disappointed i'm gonna have a somewhat decent meal in my stomach filling me up but it's not gonna be overly memorable i don't think i'm with you that's a fucking great segue i'm I'm giving that was fantastic thank you some semi-professional if you've listened to any of the Shining Wizard Wrestling podcast, you would know. Full professional. I no, I save all my professionalism for the bread club. <laughs> um, yeah. It's wait, wait, really- hang on. Before, 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 I want to get this in early. Actually, before we go into Super Junior Tag League, speaking of the Wizards, can you please talk about the giveaway you're doing on Twitter at the moment at the top of the show, so that we don't, if people, before people, if they realize this show is not for them, listen to this because you might win a hundred dollars. That's Gift great. Card. You know what? This is why we make such a great team because we look out for each other. Uh, the Shining Wizards and Kate at Miss Kate Fabe uh, of Fightful. Uh, we teamed up. We each have YouTube channels. If you just subscribe to both channels and then s- take a screen cap and tweet it at us and use the hashtag Kate and the Wizards, you are entered into a raffle to win a $100 gift card. 
You you can do a WWE shop gift card. You could do an AEW shop gift card. You could do a Pro Wrestling Tees gift card. I could send you uh, a Visa gift card, and you could spend it however you want. It doesn't matter. You're gonna there's a chance to win a hundred dollar gift card, and all you got to do is subscribe to two YouTube channels, and then show us that you do it and tweet it at us. It, it'll take you literally seconds. It, we do it until uh, November fifth at midnight, and then I will do a drawing on the Wizards on the sixth of November. And then we'll reach out to that winner and get them their $100 gift card. It's the easiest thing in the world. You will never get an easier opportunity to win $100 to whatever the hell you want. Uh, if Go to at Wizards Podcast on Twitter as well in case that was too much information. It's all there. It's all nice and neat. It's all easy to follow. Check it out at Wizards Podcast on Twitter. Go into that competition. Get a chance to win a $100 gift card. And also you're subscribed to the Wizards and you're subscribed to Kate. And you can't beat that Every, wrestling content. Wins. Yeah, wrestling content weekly. Kate's doing videos. She did a great thing with Bad Dude Tito where they previewed yes. uh, New Japan Fighting yep. Spirit to find out who the baddest dudes and dudettes are in, in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Great stuff. It's almost like when you buy a ticket to a John Moxley match, there's a chance you're going to get blood on you if you're in the first row. There, and I know a- wrestling fans are weird, so they would relish that. Relish the opportunity to get a $100 gift card to buy a front row ticket to possibly get John Moxley's blood on you. How do you like that? Saying that, there's a person who reached out to me a while back asking how do I get tickets for shows in Japan and stuff. And I always help everyone out. If anyone's ever got any question, please hit me up on Twitter or whatever. This person reached out to me on Instagram and I helped them out. And it turns out they go to local shows and stuff. So we've met up and said hello at a few Red Pro shows and stuff. Uh, Moxley was in the UK this past weekend. Oi, she oi. she went to the show. Uh, she got Mox's book signed by him, oh. and there was this little red mark next to the signature. And I was like, "That's not Moxley's blood, is it?" And she was like, "Oh, yes, it is." So <laughs> she got his signature in pen, and then a little bit of his blood, just the the, the sprinkle on the top of the signature in the Mox's autobiography. What does he have? Like a little vial of blood? He just drops <laughs> yeah. it in people's books? Oh no, he was it was obviously he was bleeding. I'm assuming she got it signed poster. Post-match, post-show, maybe he went to the merch. I don't know. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. But so, uh, we had to get that plug in at the top of the show before we talk about Super Junior Technique. I love it. You know what? You're such a gentleman and a scholar, such a UK uh, hospitality uh, major over there. I love it. Fantastic. I, I have an MVQ levels two and three in customer service and hospitality. What yeah. do you call it? National vocational, National vocational Qualification, I think it stands for. NVQ. NVQ. It's like a study thing, like you take a course and you can get a qualification, but I've got that in levels two and level three. It's like I've done the base level and then I've done a more advanced level in customer service and hospitality. Well, so that's where that. I get my esteemed manners from. Apparently. Look at this. We're still year and change into this and we're still learning about each other. Yeah. I mean, the only reason I remember that is because I had like for the first time since I got them like 12 years ago, a job actually wanted proof of the qualifications, so I had to dig through a lot of fucking paperwork to scan it to my new job to prove that I wasn't chatting shit. Oh, did you have to dig through a lot of paperwork to find out how our Super Junior Tag League picks are coming along? I didn't. I simply went to njpw1972.com. Uh, our look... picks are on njpw1972.com. Oh, Sorry. I don't remember who I picked. I think I, I picked Kosei Fichta and Robbie Eagles. Slash El Desperado. I think that was my final. I like El Desperado, and I love the we're friends, but we're not friends. It makes me chuckle every single time. The cat and dog energy is fantastic. They have been a highlight 
they've been a hi- the highlight of the tournament. Actually, they've not been a highlight. They've been the single highlight of the tournament. The the bond getting like coming closer and closer every match. Uh, you know, the the big moment being against the War Dogs. This fantastic match. Clark Connors rips off El Desperado's mask. Master Watto coming in to make the save. Uh, El Desperado giving a thumbs up with his hair covering his face, picking up the win. And then post-match, uh, a, a, a mutual handshake, not a forced handshake. They, a, a show of respect between the two men, a huge moment. Um, they have got to be... They're, they're absolutely making the finals, man. New Japan have struck gold with this combination. Yeah. Uh, I don't see why you wouldn't look the... They're super entertaining, and they're setting. There's a lot that they're setting up with this. They have win. They have a win over Connors and Maloney, as does Kushida and Knight. Um, so this is, you know, that last day of the Super Junior Tag League is going to be super important. But I mean, these two have done everything. Not. Oh, let me take that back. El Desperado's done everything you possibly could in the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Division. Um, you know, former tag champion and junior champion. Watto, former junior. I, I will never not think he shouldn't have walked out as the, the junior champion after he went best of the super juniors. Yeah. Um, but this is fun and it's different because um, you're so used to seeing Despy with, you know, Doki or uh, uh, Kanemura. And now, of course, he's, you know, he doesn't have a home. So this is this is kind of fun. I'm kind of digging this. Imagine if uh, that's when we started this show or when, when, when Master Moto first returned, Imagine if someone told you, give it a few years, Master Watto's going to win Best of Super Juniors and you're going to be a fan of it. Yeah. And he's going to be in contention for winning Super Junior Tag League that same year. And you're going to be rooting for him even more. That's that crazy. We, we should talk about Master Watto's glow up, man. The, the, the way this guy went from his gimmick literally just being blue. His gimmick was just blue. Blue hair, blue. Like That's he it. didn't have anything about him. And now he's so great in the ring. He's got this weird, like, oddball charisma type thing going on. He's got a great look with, like, the silver hair now. The blue pants are a bit darkened and stuff. He's just, it's its incredible the leaps and bounds this man has come on and how he is now a highlight of the junior division from being a laughing stock before. Yeah, and, and I think you have to give credit to 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 the booking committee and mm-hmm. Master Watto for not, you know, look, I... I I only know how the IWC is in in the states, right? And I know I'm sure they're a little less uh, aggressive over there in Japan. But I'm sure he was here in the hate, man. Like he had the vignettes. He came in, and then, like you said, he's just a he's blue. What the fuck's a Master Watto? <laughs> it's a I think I'm, I swear to God, I think it's a character from Star Wars. You might be right. It's probably, it's probably not far it's off. Master Watto, Star Wars, a, a double T or something like that. It certainly sounds like Watto would be something in Star yeah. Wars. Watto, D- W-A-T-T-O. Yeah, that rings he a bell a, to me. He was uh, Anakin's master. I, I mean, my my Star Wars knowledge doesn't go that deep. I have the Google right here, dude. That's all I got. I, <laughs> I don't know fuck all about Star Wars. But no, El Desperato have been fantastic. Absolute highlight for me. Are you surprised that they lost to Yo and Musa- Mush- Musashi? Uh, I think the thing is, though, is they're, they're leaps and bounds. They're running the table at the moment. They've got 10 points <clears throat> in second place. Oh, we should say we're recording this on Monday, October 30th. By the time you're listening to this, there would have been at least one more show on October 31st. There's a show happening on Tuesday. So, you know, our, our comments and stuff might be out of whack. By the time we're recording, El Desperato, El Desperato have 10 points. 
War Dogs have eight, and Casa Torture somehow have eight as well. Jesus fucking Christ, save us. Um, so you know, if they they need they needed a loss somewhere along that reign, I don't mind it being Yo Musashi because they've done fuck all else otherwise. They've got two points. They've won two matches. I mean, they uh, beat TJP and Akira too. That's a huge. It's a huge win for them. You know, do you do you have the the like the league table up in front of you from like I the do. Japan website? Does a black circle or a white circle mean a win? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm on Wikipedia. Oh, okay, all right. I've Wikipedia, like but there. Wikipedia has the it has the, the table too. Names. Yeah, yeah, and it has the actual names of who won and the times and stuff. I should yeah. have done that. No, the white circles mean a win. I figured it out now. Um, yeah, no, I think I'm fine with it. The the Yo Musashi team's kind has of, been fine. I think that that's the thing for Super Junior Tag. There's not been any one match that I would go back on and say this is the one you need to watch. There's not been anything bad by any means. There's not been it's all been good. And in the in the nicest way, good isn't obviously good is good, but good isn't great. And I couldn't tell you sit here and say to the watchers, go back and check out this match and this match, or this match was fantastic. It's kind of all just meshed together. Um so yeah, I mean there's been like I like TJP. I think he deserves to be highlighted for the fact he's selling his neck this entire fucking tournament. Even the little things in the early moments in a match, if someone goes for a headlock, he starts selling it. It's everything that happens to his neck. It's you know, if he's if he's seriously hurt, bravo to him. And if he's just remembering to sell like that, then even then bravo again, because it's every little thing around the neck and shoulders area. Yeah, no, it's it's but we're getting what do we got? Two, three nights left. There's not a lot. November fourth is is next week, so there's not a lot by the time this comes out. You'll, uh, you'll have, you know, you'll obviously Doki and Taka are out. Yo and Musashi. I mean, maybe mathematically they're still in with four points, but yeah, at the time of, at the time of recording, there's three nights left. There's Tuesday, first of October, Wednesday, first November, and Thursday, second of November. Holy shit! They got four shows back to back to back. Was there a show yeah. Sunday? There wasn't, was there? There was a show. No, there wasn't. There wasn't a show Sunday. It was Saturday. So they've got Monday. They're wrestling Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and they're all fucking tournament matches. They get Friday off, and then boom, power Did struggle. Did they wrestle last night? They wrestled Saturday because there was like a double header. Like it was like New Japan. You had J- Japanese time Saturday evening. There was Super Juniors, and then Saturday evening American time. There was Las Vegas Fighting Spirit Unleashed. Okay, so what Des- Despo- Desperado Wado beat Night and Kushida Saturday? Uh, today. That was today. Today? Yes. You're fucking much better at the time. Than <laughs> I, I, get, to watch, I get to watch it live, though, which makes it a bit easier for me. <clears throat> you son of a bitch. The, 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 the events always take place the same day for me. Not, this, not you know. Come on now. Whereas for you, an event might start at 11 a.m., midnight, or something like 1 a.m., and it's hard to remember that's the previous day or whatever. Yeah, see, we're this, we went through this last year with time. We did time change. We're an hour late, then later than usual. I have my hair all wet. I look like a normal person. Now I what? look all disheveled. You don't look disheveled. Do you know who doesn't look disheveled? Do you know who looks like a fucking hunky specimen, Matt? I feel like you're going to say Fujita. Oh yeah, we didn't we didn't even plan that. Matt just no. knows me that well now. <laughs> what a fucking stud, man. You, you, is... you weren't gonna say the DKC. He looks like he needs some fucking Nandos. Jesus Christ, bro. <laughs> the Nando Nan DKC doesn't work. I tried, I'm sorry. Um Fugitive, man. He is aside from El Desperato, he's my favorite thing going, man. He 
those left-handed chops are vicious, man. I, I've never seen anyone hit a chop like he does. They're fantastic. He's looked really good. And every time... I don't mean this in a... I, my memory is good, right? But every time Robbie Eagles... He's not there every week or every month or whatever. Every yeah. tour. When he comes back, I'm like, man, I like fucking Robbie Eagles and I miss him a lot. And this pairing with Fujita, it's it just... Everything about it works for me. I, I had that exact same thought watching the show today. Um, I can't remember who they wrestled off the top of my head. They oh, won. I'll, tell, I'll tell you. I got it right here because I came prepared. I know that. they won with the Ron Miller special. It was... Musashi not... and Yo. Yes. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought the exact same thing. Just like the little things Robbie does. Like he, At the start of the match, he always does that really cool arm drag variant where he like hops off the middle rope and spins around a person and then drags them. And it's something very Robbie Eagles unique. But I thought I had that exact same feeling. I feel like we don't appreciate Robbie Eagles enough. He's he's so fucking good. Yeah, I just don't think he's like he's on like on one tour and then off for like the next three. And he's kind of like an afterthought. And then like he shows up in this and you're like, oh yeah, I forgot Robbie Eagles is in fucking TMDK and and oh they're gonna put him with Fujita. And all right, I guess. Like we'll see how it works out. And then you know, fucking Desperado Watto and, and Eagles and Fujita tear it down. Like, great stuff with Catch 2-2. Like, they, they found themselves another junior tag team, if that's if that's what you want to do right now with Oh, I'd with love Fujita. To, I'd love to see them guys hold the tag belts together. Yeah, I think just Fujita, to me, he's like 21. He disappeared for six weeks, something like that, silly like that, to Australia. He comes back looking like a million bucks with his hair done, with his earring and all that stuff. And... The finisher was really cool. The like suplex into a cutter that he's named today. He named Abandoned Hope, I think, on Twitter. Um, he called it, uh, which is a really cool name. Um, and I just feel like he can he can easily be the next ace. He can be the next Karomu. He can be the next like guy. He can be the guy to run the division. But El Desperado had some interesting comments post match today. He was saying how he thinks Master Watto is the next ace. He thinks the ace belongs to Hontai. The ace should be in Hontai before they go on excursion. They should be in Hontai when they come back. And that he thinks Master Watto is there. And the reason he's been teamed with Desperado, the reason they're being put in all these main events is because the office sees that Master Watto can be the next junior ace. El Desperado give him compliments to Master Watto like that. It's man, I can't believe I, I can't believe I'm gonna say this. Like he there's a world where he's not wrong, right? Like uh-huh. we've yeah. <laughs> watched look, if you've been listening to the Bread Club since me and Kieran got together a year and change ago, like I was not on Team Master Wado. And that has changed. You know, we talked about it earlier. Like he has really done a 180. He is he is great in the ring. Everything he's doing is character work. Like I wouldn't be mad if if Hiromu lost to Wado and the torch gets passed to him and like he brings in the next you know, it's Master Wado and Yo and Sho and Fujita and Clark Connors and Dan Maloney. Like, I wouldn't be mad about that. The junior division I might know. be the best book division in New Japan this year. Like, Hiromu, I, I've not had the, oh, Hiromu wins LOL or, like, right. Super Cena bullshit. I've not felt that this bad this year with Hiromu because he's been doing so much. He's, he's been, been everywhere. Exactly. He's been literally fucking everywhere, showing up in all these different promotions. He had the dream match with Fuji to Junior Hayato at long last. He's been showing up in... He's the DDT Iron Metal Heavyweight Champion, uh, which is providing some great comic relief. Um, 
he's like defended the title against different like varied opponents in different companies doing all this shit so when hiromu is having a title match it's not like oh here we go again it's like it's something worth investing in right um i forgot the point i was trying to make uh um, wado being the guy yeah no i don't know what i was going on about to be honest great i love it but, i'm here that's for a good, it that's a good point about hiromu <laughs> i've completely lost my train of thought i also like if you took like if show and kanemiro weren't in fucking house of torture like i wouldn't want to throw my tv on my front yard every match oh yeah sorry the, the junior tag, the junior division i think it's been, probably been new japan's best booked thing this year yes uh Say maybe Zack Sabre Jr.'s reign as NJPW World TV champion, but as a division, the junior division has just been awesome. Between Catch 2 2 kicking off the year, retaining against uh, Leo Rush and Yo at Wrestle Kingdom, the Catch 2 2 reign being amazing, dropping it to Jet Setters or Wardle. Yeah, they went dropping to, it to Jet, Jet Setters, Setters and then it went back to Jet Catch Setters, two. Catch 2 2, and then the turn from Dan Maloney, and then, you know, the Wardogs having great reign as the champion they're defending it in the uk having that quick defense uh, uh independence day um and then yeah the junior title scene has been great as well with hiromu going everywhere uh best of the super juniors one fantastic wato versus titan is a is a final no one saw coming but it's one of the best matches to take place in a new japan ring this year and now super junior tag league whilst it's not like i say blowing me away there's nothing like disgusting about it there's nothing like upsetting or off-putting um and it's only going to pick up steam as we get towards the end yeah we don't have a lot left so you're gonna you're gonna get you know there's gonna be a couple interest we still have uh kushida yo musashi that you know and look yo musashi they've been upsetting the big dogs they upset aldespi and wado they upset tjp and akira and i think i look at it as an up to upset man 100 percent BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Um, so that's still on the table. Eagle Sujita against Kushida Knight is still a match that has to happen. Um, Kushida Knight against TJP and Akira is still a match that needs to happen. So, like, there's a there's a lot that, you know, like T- Bushi and Titan beating Akira and TJP this morning, like, really fucks with Catch 2-2's opportunity to get to that final. I will say as well, like, watching the show today, Kevin Knight's hot tag fucking might have like his i don't know if he does this every match if he when he gets a hot tag but his hot tag today was like the best hot tag i've seen all year the dude spent more time in the air than he did on his fucking feet like the stuff he was doing the i love like the assisted like he'll go for a springboard off the middle rope and uh or the top rope whatever and kushida will be there and he'll ping the rope as well 
And it actually seems like it makes it actually seems like it works and like it makes fucking Kevin Knight fly further because he always seems to almost overshoot his opponent. Um, but yeah, no, I think Kevin Knight, I've, I've, I've sung his praises before again, but the future of this junior division with a Master Watto, with a Kevin Knight, with a, 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 with a Fujita, um, they're all like mid 20s, like Fujita's 21. I think Watto's maybe like 26, 27. Um, I know Kevin Knight's on the young side as well. Driller Maloney now coming into his own and Clark Connors. They're, they're young guys as well. This junior division is stacked for the future, man. Akira? Yes, Akira's like 22. Like, what the hell, man? They, they, it, this, they, can, they can make generational rivalries here. No, absolutely. Look, I think, like, we, you know, this Super Junior tournament runs its runs its course when we get through Wrestle Kingdom. Like, I would be mad if, if, if Kevin Knight was ready to go on his own. You know, give me Kevin Knight, Taji Ishimori. Give me Kevin Knight, Aldespi. Give me Kevin Knight, uh, Hiromu. Like, let's do it, man. You know, you look. Leo Rush is going to factor in somewhere in this division, too, like, because he got sick. Yep. You know, like, so he's still he's still in the mix. They have some weird working relationship with Impact. So, like, Speedball Mike Bailey People. is still an option. Like, that's awesome. Ace Austin and Chris Bay are still a tag team. Like, that's com- not completely out of the question as we go into 2024. They're the Impact Tag Team Champions. So the juniors are super duper strong in New Japan right now. Yeah, you could, easily the case could be made that they're stronger than the heavyweights, quite frankly. I, I, you know, with everything going on with you got your Tangaloas having single matches and your Chase Owens and Finley's not really doing much and Tamatonga, thank God we've freed from the Never Open Weight Championship. Um, yeah, I'd say the junior division is a, is a point deserves a bigger spotlight for sure it's been the the rock for new japan this year um i have a confession though matt uh fighting spirit unleashed in las vegas i've only watched one match from this card i've not had the time to watch anything else what did you watch i watched julia versus Hyan. i wanted to see the girl Hyan. i knew the result um but i wanted to see the girl Hyan do her stuff i wanted to see her in there with julia um but I'm assuming you have you watched this entire show? Did you cherry? I it? did, I did. I uh, so I I so, people are gonna fucking judge me, and I don't give a shit. I have been so there's a lot of like the mainstream wrestling is just like the WWE and AEW, like just it, it's not hitting for me, right? But like the NWA and MLW. I stop it, Nelly. God dang it. This is my headphones. You're out now. Now you're out. You're just <laughs> Free strikes. <laughs> oh, she was oh. fine. And then I started moving and she started p- playing with yeah. the headphone cord. The last thing I need is her getting electrocuted. She will chew through it because you don't look like that by not knowing how to eat things. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> so anyway, long story. So like I've got ba- I was out on the NWA when Tyrus was the champion, but I got back in. 45 minutes it's on youtube it's an easy watch for me like if i get home before my wife or it's a quick 45 minutes mlw is 45 minutes to an hour it's on youtube i can watch it you know whatever so they're easy watches and they're highly entertaining for me i think they tell good stories so i was off saturday night and i was like super fucking excited and i ordered the nwa pay-per-view and i ordered the fighting spirit unleashed didn't watch collision didn't watch mjf and kenny omega <laughs> Fuck yeah. Watch, 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 watch what you want to watch, man. So on the big TV, because the NWA started at 8, I watched the NWA pay-per-view. And then at 10 o'clock, I watched uh, Fighting Spirit on my laptop. And I was doing tweeting both Double shows. Um, 
but I'm not going to. I did fall asleep um, before the Julia defense Saturday night. I did go back and watch and finish the show. Um, but uh, I, I, the I new guy, I'm, it's going to take me some time. to get. This new, is what, this, this is what I guy. wanted to ask. What did you think of August Stewart? This was his debut. I've. I was just watching some of it on New Japan World because it was up there on, with Japanese commentary. So I've only, I know he put up a clip of the end of the uh, the four way match with Kojima getting the win. Um, that's the only clip I've seen of his voice. It's gonna, it's gonna take some time. It is so you're not nothing bad to say, nothing good to say. It's just because it's so different. Look, because it's with all due respect, right? With this, with New Japan Fighting Spirit right now, like. You're not. This is this is Las Vegas. This isn't, you know, Japan. This isn't Curacao. This isn't, you know, wherever. You know, you're in Japan, so you're getting like Fred Rosser, and you're getting like all the Stephanie Vacquer and 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 Mystico and Atlantis Junior. and High End and Alex Zane and Lance Hart. Like you're not. I don't know. There's just this isn't. This is like a New Japan a Jace show. Like yeah. this is yeah. like. Look, man, like you, there's like three matches on here that were were of any importance, and I'm not. It's not to slight the talent. It's not to slight the show. I ordered it. They got my fucking money, right? And I love New Japan, but really, like, at the end of the day, this is like, it's a throwaway show. I hate to say it. I think the thing is though, going into it, I was like when we spoke about last episode, they stacked this card. You've got what was there? Three title matches on there. You've got Julia coming over to wrestle in the States for the first time ever, perhaps. I don't know. Um, was it free? She was, in Phil- she was in Philadelphia, wasn't she? Was she? I don't know. I don't um, know. But then, like, you know, you've got Sonada, New Umura, Naito, and Hiromu. Uh, like, you know, the champ the most, and two of the, two of the most popular wrestlers. Uh, they, they, they stack this show, and they're stacking Lone Star as well. Um, I guess, yeah, yeah, I, I guess. I do get the vibe. It's kind of a zero-sum game, though, like... I, I hate talking ticket sales and all that bollocks. Like, as a, I just want to watch. If the product is good, I'll watch it. Like, I right. don't give a shit about ratings and tickets. It's the most nauseating topic for me. But I saw something about ticket sales for this show not being great. But also, I know New Japan aren't cheap in what they charge, right. especially for the states. I've yep. looked at front rows before and stuff. It is they 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 they're aiming towards the whales for lack of a better word those ones that are flush with cash that were willing to drop it because they're big fans that the marks like myself who paid a fortune to sit at front row for royal quest free and that's how they made money they put they 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 the tickets for wrestle kingdom this coming january 4th front row which you could only ever get via the fan club and stuff those tickets have gone through the roof compared to last year where i saw people complaining about but they sold out instantly of course so but Maybe throwaway card is I, I just just there's a lot here where it's kind of, it just feels like they're matches for matches sake. Like Tom, I would love to have I want Tom Lawler in Japan more. Like why isn't Filthy Tom Lawler in Japan more? I get it. It was like Mystico. Somebody it was somebody's fucking fortieth anniversary. I don't know. Stupid Tanahashi was on my screen and I didn't care about him or his dumb hair. But it was it was Atlantis's 40th anniversary, so this is what this match was for, and it's great to pay homage to him. But it's like, it's just a reason to get Hiro- uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi in Vegas and on the show. He- he- hear me out on this one. I don't, I-, I can't. From now until Wrestle Kingdom, I can't sit through 
Sonata tag matches. It fucking ruined Okada Jay White for me last year. And they didn't do him any favors putting him on the same car with Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay. I don't want to see these guys touch until Wrestle Kingdom. Because this is not, no offense, but like if you're not a New Japan fan, Naito, Sonata, as your main event, there's people who are going to be like, eh. It's not Kenny oh, Omega. 100%. It's not Jay White. It's not Okada. It's not Tanahashi. So, like, I, I get why they do it, but I don't want to see Sonata and Naito. You move my microphone. I don't want to see him touch until Wrestle Kingdom. Sonata and Naito has zero sex appeal as the main event of Wrestle Kingdom. It has no sex appeal. It, it, you get away with it on a Dominion or whatever, but for Wrestle Kingdom, yeah, it doesn't have the star power, the drawing power. It, on paper, everything is there. The story is so fucking good. But it's just Sonata Naito doesn't work necessarily. And they, they, I think they've had two matches before in the G1 and New Japan Cup, and neither of them were particularly very good. Especially, I remember the G1 one was very messy towards the end. Um, but yeah, the, the, the truth and the, the unfortunate case is this is New Japan and this is how it works. And this is what we're going to get every every show. It's going to be some variation of Sonata standing across the ring from Naito, whether it's in a two man, three man, or four man tag match. Like, why can't like Naito just go through just five guys? That's a that's a, that's a interesting idea. Like, yeah, inst- you, instead of like having these yeah. tag matches, Sonata's like, I'm not doing tag matches. Like, I'm the champion. I call the shots. You got to go through the other four members of my faction in time for Wrestle Kingdom. As the story being like, he's going to use them to soften him up. And Naito's like, you fucking left me high and dry. And LIJ, like, I'm going to avenge this. I did like at Royal Quest, the post-match with Bushi spitting the mist in Sonata's face. Because that laid the seeds for what type of Naito are we going to get in this build? Is it going to be... Because Naito is always going to be the popular baby face, but he's the popular baby face that can do dastardly things. Right. He can be a little shit. And that includes letting Bushi miss him in the face. So, you know, a power struggle. I'm assuming they're standing opposite the ring against each other. Let me have a quick look. Uh, yes, yeah, Yu Umura and Sonata versus Yotsuji and Tetsuya Naito. Like, that's a crazy match. You've got the main event at Wrestle Kingdom, the future of the company as well. Like, it's a, it's a huge, huge match. I think post-match will be the exciting stuff when it comes to Sonata and Naito matches. I don't think you need to watch the tag matches. It's going to be the post-match interactions, see who gets the one-up, because this is the type of stuff where Sonata will hit Deadfall once the bell has been rung, or Naito will hit Destino once the bell has been rung. That's going to be the little story-selling points. Yeah, I just... Uh, you know, look, it was... it was. Talk me through it, man. Fighting Spirit Unleashed. Let's go through the the cards, the, the the matches that had importance. Number one contendership for the four-way, uh, for the strong openweight championship, Kojima pinning Fred Rossa and defeating Jeff Cobb and Alex Coughlin in the process as well to become number one contender. I was rooting for Alex Coughlin here, but I'm I would have mad. been rooting. I'm not mad about Kojima. I understand why Fred Rosser is in there. He just, I think I said this last time we did the show. He sure. doesn't do any, he doesn't, he does nothing for me. Nothing. Yeah. I'm not excited. And he's a little bitch because he blocked me on Twitter because I was pro Juice Robinson beating the dog shit out of him early in the year. 
And I don't see why. That was just a story, bro. So now you're a little bitch. How do you like them apples, Fred? What about the CMLL women's tag match with Stephanie Vacure getting a win over Johnny Robbie? Stephanie Vacure and Zeus versus Johnny Robbie and Luvia. I've never said any of those names out loud other than Stephanie Vacure. I probably butchered them. But most importantly, post match, Stephanie Vacure challenging Mayu Watani for the IWGP Women's Championship at Texas Lone Star. Love it. You don't want you don't want any of this, Fred Rosser. Uh, love it. The Look, these I thought these ladies put on a hell of a show outside of Stephanie Vacor. I didn't know any of them, uh, but I thought they used their time wisely and I thought they looked great. And I love the I love Stephanie Vacor when they did that tournament for this open strong. The women's uh, she fucking tore it up with Mercedes. And I would not have been mad if Stephanie Vacor had beaten her. I know there's, you know, the Internet would have melted or whatever, but. Homegirl can go. Now you are really yeah, just no, fucking killing me right now, man. Not so much praise for that match. Like, I think from a pure wrestling standpoint, that's Mercedes' best match since she's left WWE. From a purist standpoint, you got the Kyrie match, which is more grandiose and it's more epic, and you had the table bit. And of course, you got the triple threat match at Sakura Genesis and all this stuff. But just for the for the purists, for the diehards, whatever you want to call yourself, for the technical boys, that match against Stephanie Vakum is Mercedes' best match for me. Absolutely. So she going out and calling out Mio Iwatani is huge. Yeah, I huge. can't wait. That is that is very much a dream match. A match, like, again, I was going to cherry pick the matches I wanted to watch from this show. I just literally have not had the time. But I know uh, Gabe Kidd getting the win over Tom Lawler. I feel like this is a match that would have fucked. This was a great match, but Gabe Kidd is a shit, okay? He fucking cheated. He hit him with the belt. He's a cheating, dirty, rotten son of a bitch, Kieran. He's a he's a dog. He's got that dog in him. Or fucking bite him then. Don't use a belt, <laughs> bitch. He was afraid of Tom Waller short shorts. I love Tom Waller and gave this was great. This was what you would expect out of these two guys and and the war dogs and their shenanigans. You know the the belt behind the referee's back gets a gets a huge win for Gabe Kidd. But I don't think we've seen the last of Tom Waller uh, in, in New Japan. I hope. Oh, we fucking better not. No, he should be. I hope he's going to be around for a, a long, long time. Uh, next match of no, Julia defeating Haiyan to retain the strong women's championship. Uh, the one match I did watch, as I mentioned. Uh, really cool no. to see Haiyan in the New Japan ring. Yeah. Uh, she had a, I thought this was a really good match. I don't think it was blow away, uh, but it showed you that there's something to Haiyan, I think. You get her. You get her in a stardom. You let her improve in a stardom dojo, a TJPW dojo. Get those reps in where she's wrestling every other night as part of these Japanese tours. And I think you've got someone really great on your hands. Um, I think a big thing as well for you, you often see in any, like in New Japan, some people will be on a show and the appearance is not up to scratch. Do you know what I mean? Like some guys, just the ring gear is kind of very indie and that's because they are indie guys. But right. Julia, of course, always looks like a million bucks. She's the coolest, oh. mother, coolest motherfucker in wrestling. If you have um, never seen it, if this was people's first introduction to Julia, and I'm sorry to cut you off, Karen, like, this is why she was number two in the PWI 250. Like, she's a fucking superstar. She didn't even she, get in the ring yet, and she's a superstar, and you're turning heads, and you're looking up Julia matches uh, that you're going to watch after this match with High Am. 
that's the thing julia gets you from the off as yeah. soon as she enters through that curtain you just know this woman is something like she's got something there's something about her but i feel like Hyan as well has got that she has that great appearance the ring gear looks amazing the ring entrance the the attire she she looks like she belongs she she wasn't out of place in a new japan ring she wasn't out of place against one of the best women's wrestlers in the world yeah no she uh this was this was a great match this was good uh great showing by high end if this is if if julia is the bar and that's how they decide like if she can go if high end can go out there and go go with julia for 12 minutes and it could be a good match then we need to take her like you said over there and get her the reps that she needs because she's only going to get better uh talk to me about elp and hikaleo eating all the monster sauce um i'm still not i'm still not Next still match. not in. I'm still not in on them as a ta- as the tag champs. I'm sorry, Hikaleo and ELP. Good match. Love Monster Sauce. Um, you know, anytime you're gonna get Alex Zane and ELP in the same ring together, um, you know, there's gonna be fireworks. I just Hikaleo and ELP just feel clunky to me. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't it's, work. It's, like it's crazy to me that Wardog they defeated Wardog for the title. Yeah, it doesn't work. It's just doesn't work for me and i don't know why and i hope they're only going to get better because i know they're defending uh, at lone star against uh royce west and, coast wrecking yeah, crew west, yeah the, the let's fucking go get the, get, the, get the belts on them man please um so it was good good match good tag match you know monster sauce always great to see lance archer in the ring you know i'm a fucking homer for lance i want more lance in new japan even if he's losing because his presentation in japan is just he always feels way more important than he he does in the states um eddie kingston hanare for the uh, strong openweight championship was what you would expect uh i thought hanare had a great showing you know this is what this is why they put the belt on eddie kingston they're gonna set him up with the hanares the kojimas you know uh he's gonna defend the title on at some fucking dynamite against suzuki or somebody who's in town you know like this is what he's gonna do until they find you know, they're going to have to get right now. It's just a, it's a one-off, right? There's no real story. You know, they had their history from the G1, you know, oh, man, like... they, they, this has been, they, they, this is like, yeah, since the G1, this is a two month match in the making, like had the match in the G1. And then like the last three nights or the last two nights or whatever, they attacked each other post match and then tag match at Royal quest. Like this was a long time coming this match. I'm surprised that they done, they made it that match happen so long after it's like the feud started. I think well, that was the that was it's Eddie's first defense, right? Like Eddie Hanare. Was it Eddie's got a few defense? defenses, I think. I think he had one where he like defended both titles against someone. In oh, AW. didn't he beat um? Didn't he beat Shibata? Yeah, yeah. Wrestle Dream was for both titles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah let's see. He's defended the title against uh, yeah uh, Suzuki too. Uh, Yuya and Sonata, Hiromu and Naito went to a 20 minute draw, and then the main event, which I've heard good things about, I have to say. Looking at Tamatonga versus Shingo, seeing it went almost 27 minutes isn't something that I, I, I don't know that I would have watched this one on re- like going back with this knowledge, watching it live, obviously, no problem. But, um, yeah, what t- what was this match like, especially because, like, first off, let's say a prayer. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Thank you, Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, for freeing the Never Open Point Championship from Gorillas of Destiny, from Bullet Club, and getting it back onto its rightful owner, Shingo Takagi. Amen. Don't fu- I don't fucking get it. This 
So you know, in every New Japan show, they do the, the rundown of the card before the show starts, yep. right? So, and uh, and th- and and Kingston and Hanare is like the eighth match, and I'm like, what? What's the main event? It can't can't be can't be fucking. Tomatongo. Never open my tie. Always got prestige on a card like this. Yes, main but event. I'm just like I, uh, again. If you've been listening to us from go, I was so high on the Tamatanga when he won the Never Open Weight the first time. Yeah, broke out and he won, and then he instantly lost it to fucking Carl Anderson. And we just have we're not capturing that right. And then him beating David Finley was like a what the fuck thing. Tamatanga is either like stink facing everybody's mother in the office because like they can't decide what to do with him this belt. Or they have like he's got like they have something against him. I don't understand why he has the title belt again, and then I, he just loses it. I don't know. I think they love Tamatonga. Like they could have easily had Finley in this position. He's two-time never openweight champion. Like I, just, you know, I like I've, I've said I said it on the last episode. I've probably said it before again. Like the problem with the Tamatonga now is that he's only feuded against Bullet Club since leaving right. Bullet Club. Now he's free to just do shit get him tama and tanga and elp or hikileo challenge for the never six men and lose don't the open, fucking don't, the open weight titles don't I mean, his title run was 19 days what's the point what yeah but you, we should we should be cheering that i Ooh. know it's just like it's good i i, I agree like, what the, what's the fucking point but thank god at the same time yes with that being said this may this may have been one of the best tamatanga matches I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Uh, and Shing- I mean, who does? Shingo is. He's like the unsung hero of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Like, this is great for the Never Openweight Championship. And this means Shingo's going to be in a pretty prominent spot going into Wrestle Kingdom, hopefully. I mean, I want to say, like, shout out to Fusa and Jamie, two of the guys over at Wrestling who had done the Puro Vision podcast, because they were saying how Tamatonga can meet. Level, meets the level of his opponents. So if he's yep. got an opponent that's much better than him, he will get up to their level. Yep. Like he did he's it with done, Jay White. Yep. Done it with Okada. Done it with Jay White last year. He's done it with Shingo Takagi, according to you, this past weekend. This is a great uh, match, also, man. He'll sink, I think. He'll sink to a Carl Anderson. He'll have a shit match. He can't elevate his opponents, but he can so easily be elevated by his opponent. He can't bring, he can't make a bad, a bad Carl Anderson match good. But Tamatonga versus Shingo Takagi, Shingo can make a good Tamatonga match great. Yes, that's a it's a great analogy. I mean, this match did it all. La, the the last dragon uh, for the win. Um, Shingo's your your never open weight champion. Like, just if you're gonna, you know, if you could find the half an hour, like watch this match. I thought it was great. And then a post match video challenge from AEW's Trent, uh, aka Trent Barrera, because saying Trent just sounds weird. Um, I love it. I, I fucking love it. Yeah, you're a big Trent fan. I so I don't think Trent gets the credit he deserves. Don't forget when 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 Omega Jericho started that match was fucking phenomenal. It was Kenny Omega Tremperetta for the U.S. title. Like so many people forget that, and it Trent, was such a good match. He ate so much shit in that match. I'm sure he done like a suicide dive and Kenny's just not there and he just fucking eats total shit. Like that match is fantastic. 
And look, that was, you know, that was we're talking years ago now, and he's probably not the same guy in terms of like he's going to go 100 miles an hour. That's of interest. But he's he's done some fucking fantastic stuff in AEW and tag matches to, against Santana and Ortiz during the pandemic. Like he's good. Shingo Takagi, Trent Beretta is gun. Like that's a match I want to see at Lone Star Shootout. Like I'm in for that. They they're stacking Lone Star Shootout again. We're going to preview that because that show will be happening before our next recording. But before that, this coming Saturday on November the fourth. Power struggle, Osaka, Eddie on Arena, Osaka. Uh, full card isn't announced yet, so we can't preview the whole show, but we can preview what we've got. I got uh, what? I, what do you got? I got seven on Wikipedia. What do you got? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Plus the tag league final as well, which we don't know who is in. There. Oh, they got the tag league final up here, so I guess you Ooh. have one more than me. Exciting! Is it the Frontier Zone, the pre-show match? It's not, but I did see that was announced uh, with the, the Dragon Gate guys, which is the Frontier Stone returns. Yeah, the I'm Frontier Stone returns. Uh, it's going to be a six man tag. We only know one team so far. It's the Dragon Gate team, like Matt said. Mochi, Zico Jr., Yoshiki Kato, and Strong Machine J representing Dragon Gate. Those three men getting to perform on the New Japan show can only lead to good things from them and more exposure. Uh, and, you know, who, who are they going to face? Is it going to be a DDT team? Is it going to be a just tap out team? freedoms uh noah you know who uh, just a a, a a raggle of independence who knows so it's a really cool fucking idea we spoke about this before this is yeah this is fantastic yeah look i enjoyed it when they did it at um oh jesus christ uh destruction Goku. yes thank you destruction i don't know why i want to say dominion but i know dominion's in june so it's not dominion yes i look Anytime you're gonna use the NJPW platform to introduce uh, somebody like me who doesn't have the time to go and watch a DDT or a Dragon Gate, like it's just not humanly possible for me, uh, unless I quit my job or won the lottery. I love it. I love it. Um, I do you know if the new guy's gonna call this show? Or are we still? Yeah, he is. No, no, hundred percent. He is. He is. Yeah. This is gonna be his big. This is it. Yeah, I don't. I can't remember. I don't think he's doing any of the Super Junior Tag Leagues. I'm pretty sure this is his big Japanese debut. Although he has pre he has recorded from home for the Japanese commentary only shows. So like they will upload at a later time the English commentary, like Kevin Kelly records from home. Yeah. He's done that for a night or two of uh, Super Junior Tag League. So I don't know if that's up on New Japan World yet, but this will be his live Japanese debut. I'm pretty confident. All right. He's very. Um... He's also a kid. Yes, look, I, I hope he, it's just, look, man, we're going from, like, Kevin Kelly is... Like, I'm from a, one of the most experienced and veteran commentators that's been around since, what, the 90s? Yes, like, I'm, look, I'm rooting for the new kid. St what, Stuart? Stuart, uh, Walker Stewart. Walker, Stuart. I'm rooting for him, right? But it's very, like, you gotta give me time, right? Oh, 100%. Now, gonna I'm not gonna bust his, I'm Everyone. not gonna bust, yeah, I'm not gonna bust his balls, um, from what I heard Saturday, he sounds like a very generic dude. Um, but maybe he's just he has to come out of his shell because I know he's called tons of independent wrestling in the state. So there's a reason he was chosen. It's just going to take time for me to get used to it. He's going to be there with, with with Chris. So that'll be good. I think that's a big part of it as well. It's going to be the relationship with Chris and potentially any other commentators because the banter with Chris and Kevin is something they accumulated over years and years yeah. of reps. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember what Chris was like when he first joined commentary, but he, I, I feel like he didn't have experience beforehand. 
he was a fan. I remember when I first got into New Japan Pro Wrestling, I followed Chris Charlton because he was one. He was the only English account that would translate backstage comments and post-match promos. And he, and from doing that, he ended up, you know, being New Japan's English boy, basically. Like yeah. anything they need translated, Chris Charlton. We got Chris Charlton, baby. And turns out he's also written a book on New Japan, and he wrote another book on New Japan, True. and he's got he's a fucking encyclopedia on Japanese, not just New Japan, but Japanese wrestling, like. New Japan hit the jackpot with Chris, but he took time to get into the commentary fold, and now he's going to be all the lessons Kevin Kelly taught him. He's going to pass on to Walker Stewart. Um, and I think the exciting thing is, is that Walker Stewart is in his early twenties, I believe. Kevin Kelly has attachments at home. He has a wife. He has a kid. Quite frankly, if I was Walker Stewart, I'd be like, "Yeah, do you guys want me to move to Japan and I'll do every fucking show ever?" <laughs> like. I if I've got you know if I had no attachments if I didn't have a a girlfriend or a wife or anything like that and New Japan were like do you want to come work for us full time I'd fucking be on the next plane. You better watch what you say on this show, buddy. What? Look, I'm just saying, man. People might come a knocking for you, bro. Not me. They don't oh, want no part of me. They, no, if they do, I, I I hypothetically said this Hazel. I was like, if New Japan. For whatever reason, we're like, do you want to come work for us full time in Japan? What would you do? And she's like, well, I guess I'd have to fucking hope my job will let me work on the Japanese time zone. And I got a good supportive fiance like that. I'm lucky. That's my wife would be like, see ya. Good luck. Have fun. Make sure the fucking make sure to Venmo me the fucking mortgage payment. <laughs> fucking weirdo. Enjoy that. No, but it's 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 gonna be cool. It's gonna take time, and he's gonna grow with the product as well. Like he, the, he's gonna be around for a very long time if everything works out. Yeah. Um. It's it's just that we've only known Kevin since they went with English commentary in like 2014, 2015. It's been right. Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be interesting, but I'm rooting for him. I'm I'm really am. But uh, you know, from what I Saturday was, just you know, he needs to. I'm, I must say, if if it, if that's his first one and you're not dragging him across the coal, well, I don't think it's fair to drag him across the coal. Then that's not a that's not a bad sign. No, like I said, he just needs he needs to find his groove. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I'm not um, gonna fucking jump on him for that. Give, give him time. In a year, if he did, didn't find his groove, then I'll fucking eviscerate him. <laughs> Come make a note. So October 30th, 2024, when we record around then, we'll uh, we'll get Matt's updated opinion. How about you make a note that uh, you know fucking time zone changes, so I don't sit in front of my computer like an asshole for ten minutes. <sighs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> so UK clock. How about change. you make that note first? It only took us a year and a half for me to eat fucking bread, but twice we fucked this up now. God damn it, man. It's quite a fucking Alright, I'm logging off. I'll see you later. Oh, that's that's <laughs> it. That's where the line is drawn after all the I shit we've so, I felt so bad. Like literally Hazel put the food on the table as you messaged me and you was like, We're do we said normal time, right? And I was like, Yeah. And then I was like, oh, shit. And literally, it says Hazel. And she's cooked a roast dinner as well. It's not even like she's just throwing something in the microwave. She's spent a lot of time cooking. And I was like, fuck. Well, I wasn't going to be like, get here now. You fucking were like, Ty, I'm like whatever. I'm back downstairs and played like half a hockey game. Yeah, no, I fucked up. Uh, power struggle, though. Then we, like we said, we don't have full match card. We don't have the match card order. I'm just going to go with what's on the New Japan website. Uh, IWGP US UK Heavyweight Championship. Will Ospreay defending against Shota Umino. Shota Umino demanding Will Ospreay brings both titles, the US and the UK. That's a pretty ominous, uh, pretty ominous telltale right there. You think so? I think it's. I think it's too soon for Shota to be winning this singles title 
never open weight njpw world sure this is the proxy second top title in new japan because of the work will osprey has put into it but also just asking him to bring both and also the fact that show has lost three times to will osprey granted only one of them's been one of them at royal quest 2 one of them at historic crossover and the other one was rev pro like i wouldn't really include the rev pro one much show was an excursion it's just hard to see show to losing again yeah, but this is Will fucking Osprey, dude. I know. It frees him up to just have a dream match at Wrestle Kingdom, I suppose, with no repercussions. But also, it's, I don't know, it's Will Ospreay leaving. The New Japan know he's leaving. So, like, okay, let's get the belt off of Will Ospreay now. Like, the Will Ospreay rumors are hot, brother. They are. He, I, he's, I, he, I could, he, I can see, I can see Will losing this. That would, that would upset me. It would upset me. I think what I am confident in is we get something set for Wrestle Kingdom here between Will, Shota, and Moxley. Whether it's Will versus Moxley or Shota versus Moxley or Moxley turning on Shota or Shota turning on Moxley, there's going to be something between those three men, I feel, to, to set up something up for Wrestle Kingdom. Um, and there's unfinished business between Osprey and Moxley. Moxley got the win over Osprey, and Osprey's leg was under the bottom rope. Yes, and that was the because then they ran it back with a four way, right? Because then he almost fucking died when he got yeah. sick. And so then, he's never gotten his rightful rematch, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I could see Osprey versus Moxley at Wrestle Kingdom. For think... the, do, do it for the titles and let fucking Sir Bleeds a lot take both of them. I'm not ready for Umino to win. I'm not ready AEW, for Keep AEW away from our titles, man. Look, man, if you have him beat Osprey and then the next night at the the new beginnings. The, the draw, the luck of the draw, he fucking loses to someone. Like, I don't care. Let fucking show to let shooter beat him at the next night. I don't care. Yeah, I I don't I don't want to see Moxley hold the belt again. I know New Japan will probably love it because he's the most one of the most popular wrestlers in the world. Uh but you've also got the dream match the, the match that we all needed but no one knew we needed Matt. Great O'Khan versus John Moxley. It's weird. I'll give you that. <laughs> it's fucking bizarre. Look, I, I love Great O'Khan. I don't think this match is going to be good. I think this is going to fucking suck. I mean, do so. John Moxley, if you've read his book, like Japan is very sacred to him, oh, right? It means the world oh, yeah. to him. Now, look, I don't think he's going to go in there and have a fucking Will Ospreay, Speedball, Mike Bailey, five star, six star match, right? But if you play to, he's smart enough, though, he's got to play to the Great Ocon's strengths. And I think that's the only way this works. I'm I'm ready to eat crow and them to put on something really good, but just I don't this this isn't a stylistic match that works on paper for me. No, on paper this does nothing for me. It's very much like uh, Great Okada Okada. Like I just it doesn't that did doesn't do anything for me. And they weren't terrible matches, but at the time you're like, this is what we're doing with Okada, like pre United Empire Great Okan. I have a question for you, Matt. Yo, what uh, blackmail, what uh, horrible information does Tangaloa hold over Gado that he can get booked in a singles match at Destruction Ryo Goku and he can get booked in another singles match at Power Struggle? Tangaloa clearly knows something that Gado doesn't want anyone else to know. That's the only rational explanation. 
I think this goes back to the Tomatonga thing, right? Like, this is what we're doing. We took all these guys, we kicked them out of Bullet Club, and now they're feuding with Bullet Club, and it the, the shelf life of this stuff wasn't long for this world, and you're just... The bread is moldy. Throw it in the fucking garbage, guys. Like, I, I, I don't know. I Look, Tongalo was gone for a while. He had the knee surgery. He's back. Great. I'm glad he's in the ring. I, I, I don't know. Oh, are you glad he's in the ring? I'm glad he's healthy. I never wish ill health on any of them, but you know, I'm not ever happy watching Tangaloa competing in the New Japan ring now. Like, I'd rather if he would like God got back together. Like, that's serviceable that's, for me. Yeah, exactly. Like, you can get away with that. His 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 weaknesses are covered up and stuff. But Christ, back to back Tangaloa matches at two big shows. Get fucked. And this, this, you know, I was so high on this, you know, I was real low on the David Finley, but then he put together the War Dogs. But now, like, I don't know. I feel like it's lost its steam. He lost his title. They lost their tag titles. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like we're just spinning our tires now with this Bullet Club War Dogs thing. And Hopefully this like, is the end of it. Hopefully this is the end of it. And I've seen, like, some weird fucking person online use, like, the a face recognition uh, scan of the devil on AEW who attacked Jay White and it like matches up perfectly with David Finley. <laughs> what the fuck? But <laughs> a, a, I don't think I, a I don't think that's even remotely right because that's like way inside fucking baseball and you are not catering to the AEW fan base if you do David Finley as the devil. Um, Honestly, people go go consume other media than pro wrestling, please. I implore you. But, I almost um, bought, I was at Comic-Con on Sunday and I had a sticker and it was Go Touch Grass. Oh. And I almost bought it and I was going to have it for the podcast whenever you say something like that. Just hold up the sticker. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. We're going to, they're going to, you know what they're going to do, Kieran? They're going to go back to back. Finley, Tongaloa, and then John Moxley, Great Khan, And then you're just going to want to fucking, you know, go outside and touch John, grass. John Moxley, Great Khan has potential, at least. They're, they're... It does have potential. I mean, any, look, who knows, you know, I don't know. I don't fucking know. I, I'm trying not to be negative, but there's, maybe there's a silver lining with David Finley, Tongaloa. Maybe Haku shows up. To, yeah, if Haku turns up and he attacks Tangaloa, great. If he attacks his own son, I'm all for it. Oh, wow, man. So Tangaloa's on your list. Okay, you have a very short list. My list is super long, but you, I'm going to take He's notice. Just bog awful to watch, man. Uh, Yu Yuruma and Sonata taking on Yorosuji and Tetsuya Naito, another tag preview for the Wrestle Kingdom main event. Uh, but it's, it's got a bit of intrigue here. Yu and Suji, clearly the future. Yep. You could see you, 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 like these are two future leaders of the stable. You, you could be the future of just five guys. Suji, the leader, the guy to take over LIJ. There's a bit do, of intrigue here. Do here's something I just thought of. Do they use this tag match? Because I think it's the the direction they're going to start. Because they've already planted the Suji Naito seeds. Oh yeah. This is there a, a moment in this tag match where maybe. You know, Suji accidentally hits Naito or tags himself in and steals a win. Because if you, you know, you go back to him joining LIJ, it kind of seemed like Suji just was like, I'm in fucking LIJ and there's nothing 100%. you can do about it, buddy. <laughs> Suji was like, I, I'm here now. Like, it's the Captain Phillips mean, like, look at me, look at me. I'm in LIJ now. Um, I, I think it's probably too soon for stuff like that, but the day that stuff starts happening, uh, a Suji challenging Naito, where if Naito wins the title, 
fantastic. Um, and on the other hand, you Yuamura straight up said the only reason that I I'm conditioning me joining just five guys is I want to face each of these guys in singles match. Um, Yu Yuamura has made no bones about his side of things. Um, but yeah, that that that's a really cool match. Uh, that's a really cool match. Um, never open weight six man tag team championships. Ishii Tanahashi and Okada defending against TMDK. Shane Hayes, Mikey Nichols, and Zack Sabre Jr. This should fucking... This could be match of the night. Prior to um, Mr. Glass getting hurt, uh, I thought this was TMDK's chance to win the six-man. But now that... Like, Okada doesn't... Like, essentially, they were going to run back Okada Danielson at Wrestle Kingdom, right? That's what everyone's guessing, yeah. But if he's fucking got a broken face and he can't wrestle the rest of the year... I mean, technically, Wrestle Kingdom is in January, but that's a good point. That's a very good point, Matt. Like, I don't know. Is that is that what they're like? Are they really going to string us along? Like, he's out for the rest of the I, year. Yeah, they would, but then they'd have to announce it at like the end of the year or something. Look, and they're, they're fucking AEW's running that pay per view December thirtieth. Oh yeah, world right that world end, world's end, something right like out that. here in my neck of the woods. You going? I don't know. Damn, you're really down on AEW. I'm not, it's just like... I don't know, man. I don't wait, know. Wait and see what the card is. Is it one of like, them? I'm it's more like... excited to go to like the indie show where the War Dogs are going to be at, you know? Oh, shit. we got to talk about that. That's a good point. So, uh, yeah, I don't I could... know. you got to pay. you got to drive out to fucking Long Island. Like I'd rather have someone hammer a fucking nail into my pee hole than drive to <laughs> Long Island. <laughs> um, I could see TMDK winning here. It's a proper team. Uh, Shane Hastings, uh, Mike and Nicole is a long overdue, some fucking gold. Uh, but then also it is the question of what do these free men do at Russell Kingdom? Ishii doesn't necessarily get a Russell Kingdom spot. It's more Tanahashi no Carter. Right. And I think they've done such wonders for the titles. And I wonder if the best place for them is the, the champions at Russell Kingdom and you get just another wild outsider team to challenge them. Maybe Kiyomiya comes in with a couple of Noah boys or... Oh, the GHC get... champ. Oh, he's not the champion. No, Kenta's the... Ken Kenta, Ken Ken won it. Keno yeah, Keno, the Keno beat Jake Lee. But yeah, I want to... Maybe Kiyomiya comes back with a couple of Noah boys to challenge or, you know, you get another Impact team, another AEW team. What if... Uh, what's, his, what's his nuts that just left? No, Naka, Nakajima. Yeah. yeah, maybe Nakajima comes in with a couple of All Japan boys or just some couple of Japanese independent guys that are, like, top tier. Um... I I I think I like the that idea better of them facing another just crazy fucking fun team, because that this team has been awesome and because it's Wrestle Kingdom they do something special. Right. Uh, I'm not talking fucking Blackpool Combat Club because they've done that. Uh, I don't know, if, like, would the Elite be too far fetched? Bucks and what Kenny. About, uh, what about House of Black? House of Black, like yeah, Brody, Brody King, Buddy Matthews, and uh, Malachi. Yeah, exactly. Like or, I like uh, me LFI? Just, I'm very stuck on the fact that I just said the elite, <laughs> realizing that now how fucking cool that would be. Yeah, yeah that'd be cool. Uh, and that'd one cool. of the bucks, one of the bucks can take the pinfall, there and you, you get Kenny, Kenny O'Connor back in the ring. Again. Yeah, Every, everyone loses their mind. I, I've, 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 I've got my, I've worked myself up. There's a tweet going out after this episode about that. Now. Do it, baby. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get them sweet, sweet, quick clicks. Uh, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship, the returning Taiji Ishimori challenging Hiromi Takashi. Looking for his seventh defense of title, Hiromu. Uh, I hope Hiromu retains. I'm all I'm all aboard Hiromu to Wrestle Kingdom. I am with you, but I feel like this is like a trap, and uh, someone at New Japan is just like, let's pull the trigger on this just to fuck everything up. Yeah, because you know, know they're they're probably gonna end up giving us an, another four way, 
because that's what they do with the junior title, right? So who gives a shit who the champion is? I think that's the question. Who, who, if if Hiromi retains, who do you have challenge him at Russell Kingdom? I don't know if he's defended against El Desperado, but we've kind of gone to that well one too many times. Do you just do the Hiromu Leo Rush match? Maybe. Uh, I mean, there's not. I feel like he's gone through so many people in the junior division, uh, and I don't want Wrestle Kingdom to suddenly start turning into a party where there's AW guys and Impact guys and Noah guys, and like it, it needs to be a New Japan focus show, right? But the Leo Rush thing makes sense. Like Leo Rush, of course, yeah. He earned his way into that three way, and he unfortunately got sick. Like. If we're going to do it, let's do it one-on-one, right? Yeah, I'm just wondering. Like, I don't know who the choices are. Like, short of a Kose Fujita, but it's probably too soon for that. Um, Yeah, I don't know your choices. Doki, like, would, do you know what? what? If, put Doki in there with Hiroma at Wrestle Kingdom, and Doki will kill himself for that match. He if, will fucking go if, above and beyond. If Clark and Driller end up in the finals against Despi and Wado and they beat them is Master Wado, Hiromu a match you'd want to see at Wrestle Kingdom? Uh, no, I, I think because then it's kind of they, they Hiromu, Wato got that at Best of the Super Juniors uh, by winning Best of the Super Juniors I don't like the idea of running it back again uh, without some type of merit uh, but yeah, I am, I'm struggling for legitimate competitors like aside from Leo Rush being the obvious one um as to who could be a, a legitimate challenger because you Mus- don't want Mustafa show, Ali show would suck ass that's a great fucking shout yeah you get he either appears at power struggle he appears at the world tag league final because that's kind of their last big show or video message yeah, yeah. That, yeah that's a that's a, think... that's a big enough fucking challenger and it's not a bullshit like too no. much of a bullshit outsider I think that's your your call right there. Hiromu Mustafa Ali at Wrestle Kingdom would be fucking wild, dude. And then there's also the Super Junior Tag League final, but we don't know who's going to be in that yet. But Power Struggle, Power Struggle shaping up to be a pretty fucking good card. Yeah, and no, it's, it's, it's the last, last. Exactly, it's the last card that's a, its own isolated card because World Tag League final is the World Tag League final. They'll do something, right. some stuff will happen there. But this is the, the the big hurrah to kind of set in motion what Wrestle Kingdom is really going to look like. Oh, yeah. Um, Sign me up for that. I'm here for it, baby. Yeah, Wrestle Kingdom, man. It's fucking, it's fucking imminent. Uh, Lone Star Shootout. Uh, actually, before we get to Lone Star Shootout, let's go through the Twitter comments because Kate, as we mentioned, Kate Fabe uh, over on Twitter, on Fight for everywhere else, uh, friend of Wizards, friends of Bread Club, um, Doing the hundred dollars gift, uh, gift um, giveaway with Matt. Uh, very excited you ate bread. He finally ate bread with the smiling face emoji with a tear, a tear of joy running down the face. Uh, so much fun seeing Kieran all over all over Royal Quest as well. Uh, Julian, as always, leaving us a nice comment. Um, he said, uh, "What Zach and Osprey did at Royal Quest was art." Uh, having a guess at some of the matches for Wrestle Kingdom, saying Osprey versus Mox and Okada versus Brian, although that one's obviously maybe in the shitter. Um, for Super Junior Tag League, he was saying he thinks Catch 2-2 have a good shot. He was predicting Catch 2-2 versus Desperato in the finals. I feel like that's maybe what you said. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, Scott George, hooray in capital letters at you finally eating bread. And all it took was Kojima following you to do it. Oh, shit, you... Talk about Kojima. You gave Kojima the, the Wizards rub, man. He's getting to challenge Eddie Kingston for the fucking title, man. 
that's it, man. You follow me, I get you the title shot. I know people. I'm not fucking, you know, I don't talk about it like Kieran. I don't have 40 minutes of stories about people <laughs> Buckingham Palace, but I'll get you a title shot anytime you need one. Um, he's saying he agrees with you, Matt. Catch 2 2 seem to be the story with them winning uh, winning the tournament, going into Wrestle Kingdom as winners. Uh, and he said you should dress as Kyrie Sane for Halloween with the steering wheel. Oh, that's right. I forgot I was going to dress up as a pirate today. Well, there's always next Halloween. Yeah, well, you know, people, you know, hey, let me ask you something. What would happen if you ate fucking bread? They're going wild for me, and you know I'm the low man on the totem pole here. <laughs> Bullshit. You're the entertainment here. <laughs> I'm entertaining, but I'm not what they come to see. They come to hear your New Japan expertise. They, they what happens if you eat bread? Bits. Um, The only bread I ever have in my house is just normal loaf of bread. I can't. You can't eat that shit dry. I'd have to buy bread especially for it. But the, I mean, that's what I did, dude. Will you fuck to Jeremy? Pay us an extra couple shekels. We'll get some bread. <laughs> yeah. If if Jeremy pays me a couple <laughs> of extra bucks so that I can go buy the bread, and then not, that, or or if I can put it through my make believe expenses. Yeah, we, we need to get Kieran the finest bread because if this is the reaction when I eat fucking bread and I look like I eat bread all the time, imagine the <laughs> I views. have bread for lunch pretty much every day. I think. Yeah, well, you don't look like you ate a fucking whole bag of bread every day, buddy, all right? I don't know what you're doing over there. You're walking, not taking the tube. I don't know. Uh, if if this is the reaction from me, fightful yeah. over, fightful, fightful. The, um, imagine, imagine if Kieran, Kieran RH93 on Twitter, if he eats fucking bread on the show, explosions, fire, and it would be like, it's like CM Punk at Survivor Series. Kieran eats bread. Wrestle Kingdom's imminent. We'll, we'll make it the Wrestle Kingdom special. The Wrestle Kingdom special. It'll be Kieran. The headline will be Kieran eats bread, and the subheadline will be like Wrestle Kingdom news. That's, so the, that's the level Kingdom. of importance. Um, but yeah, no, thanks like for the comments, it. guys. Leave us comments as always. We've still got Lone Star Shootout to preview, but let's. I think we should get our plugs in quickly, Matt. Before we, I like plugs. Up. Rather than waiting to the end, because you know, we've said at Wizards Podcast, give them a follow and listen because you could be in with the chance of winning a hundred dollars gift card to whatever the fuck you want, anything you want, any shop. Uh, easy as hell, you just got to subscribe to Wizards and subscribe to Kate's YouTube as well. All the details are on their Twitter. Matt, any special guests? I know you, you had a uh, Tim, uh, Tim Boston, yeah, Stone Cold Tim Boston was on yes. last week. Uh, great guy, he in the indie guy out of uh nebraska who does the steve austin gimmick but he likes ice cream instead of beer <laughs> yes it's very what a, very what entertaining and by the time this comes out i can say this now um you will definitely want to watch the next episode or listen to it because it is a handsome kevin's birthday surprise extravaganza show oh yes I'm he has no this. idea he thinks we're going to record a regular show tonight he has no fucking idea all right i've booked Dave Sullivan, he's the equalizer in WCW. Savio Vega, Dr. Tom Pritchard, Eugene. Uh, I have, uh, they're, they're booked. I have a bunch of his independent friends from Minnesota joining us. The fun is, if they, if they, because there are a lot of these people are all over the world, right? So they don't know the difference, most of them. <laughs> uh, Eastern time, Central time, West Coast time. So, there's a good chance it's gonna be. It's either gonna go really smooth. I already told Tony. I go. I think Savio Vega is gonna fucking bail. Right. I just got a bad feeling about it. Doctor Tom Pritchard wants us to call, so we had to get. We had to create a Skype account. 
it's going to be it's going to be a clusterfuck. And gonna he's going to love every second of it. Yes. It's going to be madness. It's going to be absolute madness. And we're going to have so much fun. And he doesn't know we're doing it. We did get some of his closest friends in the wrestling community be a part of it. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so that is happening tonight. At so Wizards time... Podcast on Twitter. Oh, Search yeah. Shining Wizards, wherever you get your, YouTube, uh, your podcast. Subscribe. Check them out. You can follow me on Twitter at KieranRH93. Uh, I'm part of WrestleIn at WrestleIN. Uh, patreon.com slash wrestle in uh, lots of podcasts two podcasts every week a third one over on patreon that Excuse i'm part me. of tons of uh features and columns uh if i can fucking find some spare time in my busy life between working my old job my new job and my, my wrestling related work um i've got a couple of interviews i need to finalize shit on uh ddt's yuki ueno aw's lee moriarty and uh i've been speaking with Haiyan uh that we've spoken about on this show for for months um i it's just that i've i'm life is busy let's say life is right. busy it's not it's nice to have this bread club few hours where i don't have to think about anything but new japan and bread and bread of course bread's always and on bread. my mind though bread's oh, really? always there it's like my brain is half bread yeah, so look, I I put it over every week. The Patreon for wrestling is great. I get an email maybe weekly of great content. If you are a New Japan fan, you watch this, you're not familiar with the rest of the wrestling promotions in Japan, um, and you want to check them out, wrestling is the only place to get like up-to-date there's a podcast for you. Oh my god! <laughs> At least Choco Pro, DDT, Dragon Gate—they cover it all. It's really phenomenal, and and the Patreon is f- extremely affordable for the content you get. That's what we. That's what we try and do. Um, but yeah, Lone Star Shootout preview to wrap up this episode of Bread Club. Heading over to Texas uh, again. Full card isn't announced yet, but this morning today they did announce a bunch of new matches, and god damn, is it looking like a sexy card? It's going to be interesting. Um, very interesting. Mystico TGP TJP um, is pretty exciting. Mystico Rocky Romero on the Rampage a couple weeks ago. Mystic, Mystico perhaps never more in the American limelight than he is right now. Yeah, yeah. Right, you know, and he's fucking great in the ring. Um, Joey Janela Toriano is going to be can we, can we? Can we? Can we as a wrestling community come together and just like put a stop to Joey Janela. Just call it call it a day on Joey Janela. You're not a fan. Oh, man, the dude does nothing for me. And he gets all these fucking crazy matches. I'm not talking Toriano. Like this is this is fucking this sounds like a nightmare to me. But like <laughs> he goes to Japan and he just gets put in the ring with fucking really great wrestlers and i can't remember anyone off the top of my head but whenever i see a joey Janela match i'm like why is it him standing across the ring from that person there's so many great other talents independent and otherwise i'm just yeah i'm not i'm not a joey Janela fan fair enough fair enough kieran this sounds god awful to me no look it's gonna be it, this is this is this is gonna be something this is <laughs> Here's the thing. Love him or hate him, Joey Janela will find a way to make this entertaining. <sighs> I don't know. He'll do something crazy. He'll let fucking Yano staple his tongue to a turnbuckle or something outrageous. It's not for me. It's not for me. And considering right. the, the time difference and stuff, this is a match I will probably never see. Uh, all right. I will I talk all about it. 
unless unless people go uh, batshit crazy about it. Um, a match I will definitely be watching. NJPW World Television Championship on the line. Zack Sabre Jr. You're looking for his 16th defense of the title against Speedball Mike fucking Bailey. What? This is awesome. What a match to announce. Just that thin air. New Japan was like, this is a cool match. Let's do it. What, um, so, so this is awesome, by the way. But, uh, my, you know, my brain works a thousand miles a minute and usually causes me to stumble, tumble, bumble over my words. Where, all right, so Zack Sabre Jr. is having, you know, he's in the conversation for Wrestle of the Year. He's having great matches with all these different people. They're always entertaining. The New Japan World TV Champion. This match is awesome. He beats Mike Bailey. Like, where, like, I feel like they're setting themselves up to get a fucking pie face, though, because who are we leaving to beat Zack Sabre Jr.? And and who's going to be able to carry on this legacy? Remember, this is the first reign of the New Japan World Television title. Like, he is setting, he is setting the bar extremely high because this is not how every New Japan World TV title run is going to be. I look, I had the exact same thought. I'm I'm scrolling from my phone right now. I put out a tweet, simple tweet: Who should beat Zack Sabre Jr. for the title? Uh, and it fucking exploded. I'm trying to find a goddamn tweet. It had 90, 91 responses, so ninety one people fucking giving their opinion on who Zack should beat Zack for the title. Uh, lots of people like were saying no one should beat him. Like, yes, of course, I, I, that that's great, but that's not how wrestling works. Um, I if I had if Gado called me up and Gado was like, Kieran, my bro, I need you to help me out here, and I was like, of course, Gado, what do you need from me? I'm your number one fan. Uh, and he was like, I don't know how to get the title off of Zach. I think you, I want you Umura to beat Zach. I think Wrestle Kingdom, you, you Umura versus Zack Sabre Jr. and let you Umura have a run. Uh, I don't expect him to have a long run. A few defenses, sure. Um, but yeah, I like the idea of you Umura being the one to beat Zack. All right. I'm on board with it. But it is a difficult one. I Because in a way, I feel like the person to beat him needs to be someone bigger and better. Like... And Okada, I'm not saying Okada should beat him, but it feels like because of the pedigree of this title now, it shouldn't be an upset. It needs to be right. uh, that makes sense for Zach to to lose to, I don't know, for Zach to lose. Oh, for Zach to lose to you know Naito, or for Zach to lose to Okada, or Zach to lose to another leader of a stable that I can't think of. Um, or Shibata. Yeah, like I think it just needs to be someone that can definitely that can be a clear better than him rather than an upset. But realistically, the only choice is is someone to cause an upset. Yeah, I mean, it, is there a world we live in where this speedball Mike Bailey beats him here? No, I don't think we live in that world. Okay, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I, I don't see that happening at all. But I do see this being a fantastic match with, with the stuff Speedball can do and the counters that Zack Sabre Junior is going to pull off on this boy. It's going to be awesome. Like. Him, uh, speedball going for Ultima off the top rope, going for the double knees, and Zach somehow catching him in midair and blocking in a leg lock. Um, th- there's going to be some really cool stuff out of this match. Yeah, no, 100%. Look, if you, I mean, we didn't even do, talk about it, but Osprey, Mike Bailey, fuck. Oh, yeah, I, I've not seen it. I know. Oh, dude, it's 5.25 stars. Um, lots of, uh, bonkers, you know, bonkers. acclaim for TNA, Impact now, going back to TNA, bonkers. which is its the... own story. 
you know, speed, this isn't Speedball's first. You know, we saw him at, at Super Juniors, and he's he was in the three way for the junior title at Destruction. Like, this is gonna be this is gonna be something else. I'm excited for this. You know, and then even the Never Know, you know, we talked about it. Shingo and Trent Beretta, like, sign me up, man. Like, I am here for that. I think that will. I think you're right. I think this is gonna shock people at how good it can be. Because Trent is always just in these tag matches, I feel. He's on Rampage. He's teaming with Orange Cassidy to take on, like, you know, a couple of jobbers for all intents and purposes. A couple of people low down on the totem pole on AEW. Um, the guy doesn't get a lot of single spotlight. So I feel like he is going to be up for this. Yeah. That this is a match maybe he wants because everyone knows that a Shingo match is a real big chance to prove yourself, to showcase yourself, to show how fucking good you can be. Um, I expect Shingo to get the win, of course. Uh, HM raises the question who does Shingo defend against the Wrestle Kingdom? Um, but yeah, this 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 should be fantastic. I think you, you hit an hour on the head with what you said about Trent earlier, Matt. Yeah, no, the, I'm excited for this, and I'm excited for, for the IWGP Women's Champion, Antani s- against Stephanie. I'm so excited for this. Uh, Bailey versus Zach and this, uh, Mayu Otani versus Stephanie Vicor, the two matches I'm most excited for on this. Um, Vicor is just from that, that Mercedes match and the little bits I've seen from her after. Absolutely incredible. Um and Mayu Rutani, one of the best to ever do it, regardless of gender. Yeah, this will be a fun this fun stage for them to showcase their talents. Uh strong open weight Eddie Eddie and Kojima. Um Yeah, it's fine. It's, it's a, look, it's a, it's you know, it's an Eddie Kingston match and then we'll it's see. It's Eddie it's Eddie getting another ch- chance to step into a ring with a legend, man. Dude's dude's living his best life. You can't fall Yeah. Him yeah, it's just what the I'm confused with what New Japan strong is right now, isn't it? Because <laughs> right? I think I do think they show. I think in Japan they show weekly. They still show the weekly episodes. It's not. Oh yeah, no, no, no. So the, they were all weekly episodes. So the, the pay per views they do. So what was on it? Fire Spirit Unleashed. That will be shown like two or three matches at a time, right? Over the coming weeks. So if you don't want to buy the pay per view, if you can't afford the pay per view, you're going to get the matches. You're just going to get them bit by bit, and it's going to be a spread out across multiple weeks. So there's still weekly content for Strong as such, but it's just the pay per view broken up. I bet you we would be more invested in these shows if we watch the weekly shows because we see these shows as standalones, but when they present yeah. them in a TV form and they probably give a little more context to the stories they're trying to tell. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, no, I was I'm not never, saying never I'm going to watch the fucking show. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, that's what know. I was about to say. I was never too invested in Strong in the first instance. At least now you get a stacked card that you right. can jump into if you want. Um, there's also, as we said, ELP and Hikaleo defending against the West Coast Wrecking Crew. Uh, I'd love to see West Coast Wrecking Crew get the titles, man. They they were strong boys since day one. They fucking beating heart, strong team filthy. Uh, at, at the very least, let this be a fucking... Uh, a catalyst to get them into World Tag League. Those boys deserve to be in that fucking tournament. It's long overdue. They should have been in there last year. Don't make yep. the same mistake again this year, New Japan. Get them over to Japan for that fucking tournament. Please. That would be awesome. I'd love to see them win too, but I think we're stuck in this... Stuck in this... Uh, stuck in this rut with this Bullet Club versus War Dogs thing. Also, uh, backstage at... Uh, after Julia beat... Uh, what's her fucking nuts? Um, <laughs> Hi, Ann. Uh, Trisha Dora and I fucking love Trisha Dora and that's exciting if we're going to do Julia Trisha Dora I think that's a great spotlight for Trisha Dora 
Yeah, and I mean the biggest fucking plaudits to Trisha Dora because when New Japan changed the LA Dojo from the Young Lion system into being an academy and you can pay your hard-earned money and you can go train there for a few weeks or a few months or whatever it is, Trisha Dora was part of one of the first cohorts. She's a big independent name. She's one of the biggest independent American wrestlers, uh, women wrestlers, uh, and she paid her hard-earned money to go study at the New Japan Dojo in LA to study underneath Fred Rosso and Kushida and stuff like that. Um so, you know, bravo to her for doing that, for not thinking she's above it or anything like that. Uh, and, you know, perhaps it's paying off because she's getting to evidently face Julia when and where, we don't know. Uh, I, I'm going to presume it's not part of Lone Star Shootout because they, I feel like they would have announced that along with the rest of the matches so far. Perhaps it happens in Japan uh, mm. at a stardom show. Perhaps it happens on a new Japan card. I don't know. But that's it. You're right, Matt. I, we, we feel bad for uh, forgetting about that because that's going to be an awesome match again. We didn't forget about it. We're talking about it right now. Uh, question for you, a couple of questions for you before we wrap things up. Do you think Eddie Kingston defends the strong title at the Tokyo Dome? Do no. you think him, do you want no. him to? No, it's both. Would, I would like him to, yes. Because oh, uh, I don't think we've seen it defended at the Tokyo Dome. We haven't, but Eddie Kingston draws eyes. Especially against an opponent. And... A, good, a proper opponent. Yeah, but then who where do who do we pull? Ah, whoever the fuck you want on the roster, man. Eddie Kingston yeah, Ishii. It's Wrestle, put, it's Wrestle Kingdom, it, man. Eddie Kingston Ishii, the fucking foreign fans would lose their mind. Um, I was speaking, I can't say who. I was speaking to a wrestler uh -huh. about like Suzuki and Ishii. And uh, we were just going back and forth on Instagram chat shooting shooting the shit. And they were like, uh, I was like, I have so much respect for Ishii and Suzuki. Because they've been doing the same thing for a fucking decade. And foreign fans, us Western fans, we still eat it up like it's the freshest, newest, fucking most cool thing. And this wrestler came back and he was like, I was backstage at a show high as a kite. And I called every moment from this issue match. Every spot. Called every single fucking spot perfectly. And I was just fucking tickled. And he was like, every Suzuki match, it's just forearm, chop, sleeper hold. And that's it. I mean, it works though. People, it does. People, it's... the fucking fans love it. I mean, I love it. They beat the shit out of each other. I'm like, I, I'm so weird in it because I'll watch one issue match and I'll be like, like Ishii Eddie Kingston in the G1, done nothing for me. I think Ishii and Shingo had a match in the G1. It done nothing for me. Ishii Shingo at Royal Quest Three, I, I fucking hell, man. I right. like, I got baptized, man. It was like the best thing ever. I think it's because you because you're what is it? Is it wrestling like? You... I, I will say it wasn't because I was there. Because Ishii... no, no. But is it like be so like the G one? You kind of feel like you if you're behind yeah, on the G one, it feels maybe. like a chore. So it's just like back to back match. You're like, let me just get through this match and see who wins. Let me just get and you don't maybe you don't have the time to kind of soak it in. Ishii is just a hundred percent hit and miss for me, and I I don't know why because he does the same thing every fucking match, like I just said. You you can you know exactly what you're gonna get with an issue match. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you who that person was off here. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, that's Lone Star Shootout. So we've got Lone Star Power Struggle this weekend. Lone Star Shootout the weekend after is it a weekend? Yep, it's the weekend after yeah, November November tenth. Yep, Friday November tenth. We got the Super Junior Tag League wrapping up this week, and then we're on the road to World Tag League and Wrestle Kingdom. Um, you know, and there's gonna be stuff along the way. Okada showed up on Dynamite. Maybe there's gonna be some more smoke to that fire um but yeah the big the next big tour is wrestle king uh, uh world tag league which goes straight into wrestle kingdom 
Oh yeah, we're there, buddy. It's we the best are, time man. of the year. It's weird. It's coming around so quickly. That's just how it, as it gets as we get older, it goes faster. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's it for break club. We nailed it. An hour and a half Super Junior Tag League. We got through it all. Yeah, for you know, we said we didn't have, yeah, Hashtag. we said we didn't have a lot to talk about, but boy, did we cover it all. Hashtag professionals. <sighs> I was using the hashtag bread club when I was live tweeting uh, Fighting Spirit on. How was you? I was, I was, because I was like, "What, fuck, dude!" I was on fire with the NWA. They were loving it. They were loving. <laughs> NWA was eating that shit up. And uh, I, we got, I got a little love, but I don't know if people are familiar with the, with the bread club yet. You know, everyone will become familiar with the bread club. They one have day. to. It's when you eat fucking bread, Kieran, it is on like Donkey Kong. Death, taxes, and bread club—the three inevitables in life. Ah, and Tanahashi's stupid fucking hair. Oh, man, we almost got through an episode. We almost got for an entire episode of that okay, without Matt hating on Tanahashi's hair. Well, you know, it's, it's it ain't an episode of the Bread Club until we you hate can, on you, Tanahashi's yeah. hair. You can, you can tick that one off on the bingo check card for your episode of Bread Club. That's it. Do your shots, you freaks. <laughs> uh, a shout out to Fightful, FightfulOverbook.com. Be sure to rate, review, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe to Fightful Overbooked. Hit that little thumbs up button and leave a comment. Say whatever. You can say great show. doesn't have to be. You don't have to fucking write a, a novel, although we appreciate the people that leave the comments um, that go deep into the show and want to join the, the discussion. But... Every like and every comment helps the algorithm. It brings eyes to the product and it helps Fightful Overbook, um, you know, recognize that the Bread Club is a thing that people want to hear more of. And, you know, maybe one day we'll do a live show. You know, we'll go on Fightful Overbooked and me and Kieran can talk about Power Struggle or Wrestle Kingdom or Dominion or just eat bread for an hour. Who knows? <laughs> Not for a fucking hour. Jesus. Kill over. Eat it slow. Slow and low, Kieran. Slow and low. Life, that's a that's a good life motto there. Take a piece, take a bite, enjoy, say something, <laughs> let it digest. Take another piece, take a bite, slow and low. Uh, remember, follow Kieran on uh, his Twitter account at Kieran RH ninety three. Follow Wrestling Wrestle I double N on the Twitter machine. Subscribe to their Patreon. Best bang for your buck with the content. And if you should, are unfamiliar, should mention the Wizards have a Patreon too. Uh, I'm getting to me, man. I we didn't mention it earlier. I'm getting to me. I've got to put you over first. You're Kieran RH at ninety RH ninety three. You're the rock of the show. <laughs> Fucking show, hell! Show doesn't work without <laughs> Kieran. What? It doesn't. You're the it, you're the rock. You're the entertainment value. I'm the entertainment. I'm not the rock. Exactly. You know, the it doesn't work. Oh, it was just me. No, 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 no. I thought you were talking about Dwayne Johnson. No, and... I'm talking about like the okay. rock. Like okay. not, no, I wasn't talking about like, do you smell what Kieran's cooking? Yes, roast, it it's a be... roast tonight. <laughs> no, like you're the rock of the show. It doesn't work without you. Uh, and then I am part of the Shining Wizard Wrestling Podcast, that Wizard Podcast on Twitter, every Monday night live on all forms of social media. And then wherever you listen to you uh, podcasts uh, and uh, YouTube, just put in Shining Wizards, we pop up. We also have a Patreon. Uh, we're putting out bonus content every month. I'm working on a giant project for 2024. Uh, if you like 1993 WWF, you want to sign up for $3 a month at our Patreon uh, and get the massive shows that I'm working on. Uh, that's all I got for us, Kieran, tonight. Today, this afternoon. A nice a nice episode of Break Club. Everyone's caught up, uh, and by the time it says, it'll be out of date. Just the way we like it. No, Jeremy has been really great at putting it up the next day. No, Jeremy's great. It's not Jeremy's voice. It's a new Japan calendar doing four shows back to back. Give these people a break. 
the people poor TJP, TJP and his poor weakened neck. Think about Clark Connors and Drillam Maloney's uh, kidneys with all that alcohol. That's on them. That's the, that's New Japan. That's the, you They're gotta hook. You gotta you gotta put in them. a put in a good word with me with Gabe so I can hang out with him when he comes to New Jersey. I'll put in a good word with you, Gabe. Absolutely. Right. Oi. Oi. Oh yeah. Yeah. The War Dogs are coming to New Jersey, and Matt is gonna be there. I am. It's a couple. It'll be the weekend of Lone Star State. Oh damn, that's a big weekend. Yeah, so we're gonna come in hot on the thirteenth. So fucking look out, people! Right, the thirteenth. So that works. Yeah, the thirteenth, I think, is our next our next soiree here. Is it just Alex and Gabe? Uh, I believe so. Yes. Cool. Right. No. Clark. Clark there too. Clark maybe too. You're getting the full War Dogs experience. I gotta look it up now. You make me God look it damn! Up. Before we go, we gotta know who Matt's gonna be seeing in New Jersey. Pee my pants. JC JCW JCW right? yeah JCW uh no the war dogs war dogs are coming and Matt has got his tickets there we go what do we got here uh ba, 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 ba. Lee Moriarty's gonna be there oh yeah I need to get them questions sorted for Lee Moriarty uh, Mike Bailey god damn man uh, it will be Alex Alex so and Gabe unfair. Alex and Gabe will be in the house American independence are so unfair they're so unfair yeah, man. That's just a casual show for you, having four top-tier talents, man. You get one of them guys over here, and I'm losing my mind. Well, you know, no one told you to live across the fucking pond, bro. Okay, sorry. I don't... You, you're complaining to me like I booked the no, shows. It's, like, it's okay. I will take my British self off to my depressing, dark sky because we changed the clocks and doing that's fucking dumb. Yeah, right? I hate that shit. I don't like it either. No. Nope. Uh, come for the bread, stay for the politics on time what changing politics, time changing politics. Oh, yeah, to come for the bread and then sign our petition to stop daylight savings time. <laughs> yeah, bread club will stop daylight savings. Yeah, because we're that's not our, farmers, we're that's bread eaters. That's our goal. Well, Kieran has a f- belly full of roast, and I'm going to eat some leftover pierogies. And uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks with Lone Star, the end of the Super Junior Finals, Power Struggle. And then the road to Wrestle Kingdom. Say something funny, Kieran. Tell, <laughs> a, joke. <laughs> Tell us a joke. You have a joke? Uh, I've got a very rude joke. All right. Oh, is it? Uh, if, if you say Rudo, that'd be funny, right? No, just rude. I know, but it's Rudo not, is not, a heel. It's, it's a heel. heel. No, it's not a heel. Am I saying the rude joke? Yeah, let's hear the rude joke. Uh, okay. Man comes home to his wife and he's holding a duck under his arm. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.